I don't even think my mom listens to this, to be honest. I found out my husband doesn't, so... (laughs) Max started out really good, but I don't think he's listened to the last five or so. Elliot just asked me the other day, what's the name of that podcast you do again? (laughs) I was like, um, seriously. Hi, and welcome to the I Love That Podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Tess. And we're here to remind you that sometimes life sucks. And that's the cold, hard truth. So join us as we journey through life. From the I Love That moments to the days that make you say, what the heck is going on? Listen up as we talk about community, health and wellness, your faith walk, and the balance between work and play. I don't think you guys realize how much editing goes into these podcasts, too. Um, you hear probably, what, less than 30 minutes, obviously, including intro, outro, and music. Of probably an hour, hour and 10 least. minutes of <laughs> rambling conversation. Most of it is wheezing because we're <laughs> laughing so hard. And then the other half is us thoroughly dissecting The Bachelorette. <laughs> Or what we ate for dinner that night. And we typically eat dinner here. Here. Yep. Before we start. So So just a little behind the scenes. It's not like you're missing much. However, if you are interested (laughs) in the cut out conversation. You'll have to pay us. us. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to cost you. Um, And then one last little tidbit. This is our last episode of this season season number one. Oh my gosh isn't that crazy i just can't believe we successfully pulled off 13 episodes i know of a podcast i know i'm pretty proud of us for we the way we um, half-ass the things that we do seriously <laughs> this is like the one thing we dove head first into that's yeah. like hey we got something to show Did for it pretty good and you know what we have you guys to thank for it yeah Though we probably would have still done it even if we had zero listeners. Oh, I don't know about that. But looking ahead towards the future, the way that this is going to work is um, we're going to take, what, about a month to a month and a half break. Yep. Kind of um, recollect ourselves, plan for the next season, and then we'll be back for season number two. We'll be back. Yep. Because we need breaks too, y'all. We do. And it gives you all an opportunity that if you've missed some episodes or there were some that just hit home for you, feel free to catch up or re-listen. And don't forget to share us. We would love to be able to jump into season two with our existing follower base, but also be able to look forward to having some new ones. Mm -hmm. Which little fun fact, we are just looking at um, our geographic locations that you guys are listening from, um, from Italy. Ooh, Taiwan, Singapore, Germany, Russia, Saudi Arabia, South Korea, and good old Canada. Dang. Oh, and the Bahamas. Oh my gosh. Which I guarantee is my friend Danielle. Hi, Danielle. I know you're listening. That's so Thanks cool. for the support. <laughs> that's so cool though. Yeah. I just think that's such an encouragement. Like there are certain things that make the world feel really big and- 
we focus so much on community and it can make people feel really far away. Mm -hmm. But then there are certain things that like, especially through social media and podcasting and travel makes the world feel really small Mm -hmm. and like everybody can be at your coffee shop around the corner. And so stuff like this is kind of fun. So coffee talks with, I almost called you Pam. (laughs) (laughs) With Pam and Sue. (laughs) that's gonna be our new podcast that will be our new segment coffee with pam and sue and then it's just ridiculousness (laughs) we'll probably get more followers Uh, with that than we do (laughs) oh for sure maybe that's what we need to do just switch gears for season two entirely and just talk nonsense people will be like are your real names pam and sue yes Mm -hmm. indeed here we are anna we are six days into 2021 And it feels like the majority, well, it doesn't feel like the majority of our episodes, episodes one through 12, were in 2020. And we talked through a lot of those episodes in anticipation for this very day. Yep. 2021. It's here. Do you feel different? Honestly, I thought I was going to. Yeah. But I feel very much the same. (laughs) Yeah, same. Overall, I feel the same. I will say when we watched the ball drop on TV Mm -hmm. in it, like, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and it was like 2021, Mm -hmm. I did go, oh, thank thank the Lord. We made it. We made it. I just keep saying that. We did it. Mm -hmm. We made it. Mm -hmm. Like 2020 was this challenge that we had to get through. Yeah. And we like did it. Yeah. It is nice. It's you know, it's always that a um, metaphorical turning of the page. Yeah. Every single year. But this year especially, it's like, close that book, put it back on the shelf. Yeah. Never, ever open it again. Yeah. And so. we talked about this in our last episode. Like, even though, I don't know, the new year is really just the next day. Mm-hmm. There's something that comes with the new year mentally mm-hmm. that like is a restart yeah so it even just like even if it just refreshes our minds yeah well you know traditionally people look at the new year as new year new me new start yeah so the big thing is new year's resolutions yes which um i looked up some resolutions some of them are pretty interesting Ooh, what are they so number one take a guess exercise get in shape yep that's like the number yep. one resolution. That's number one and two. Exercise more, lose weight. We've got get organized. Oh, it's yeah. a really good one. Learn a new skill or hobby. That's good. Live life to the fullest. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's like really broad, but also a very high expectation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Save more money slash spend less money. Quit smoking. Hmm. Spend more time with family and friends. Travel more. Ooh. Read more. So those are the top 10. All of those make sense to me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have also made all of those at one point in my life. Yeah. And let me just say this is according to a random um, article I found on the internet. So this is according to a (laughs) Google search and the first article that popped up. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So I would definitely say you hear the most about exercising. Absolutely. Slash losing weight slash getting healthy. But the one that I haven't thought about is living life to the fullest. Yeah. And maybe that's the key is not making your New Year's resolutions so specific that they're unattainable. Like right away when you said that, I was like, 
ooh, that's super broad. Like mm-hmm. it was a bad thing. Right. But actually that might be a good thing. Like how people choose, like are you and Max, are you guys like word people? Like do you choose a word for the year to try to like- I did last year. My word last year was um, available. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I, think that I, became I think I did that. Very challenging, but- Yeah. I do feel like you did that. Yeah. At least you were there for me. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, I think I tried my best to- be as available as possible for you know events and birthdays mm-hmm. and when yeah. people need me and stuff but not this year nobody contact me <laughs> she is unavailable <laughs> this year she has blocked everyone in her contacts <laughs> i haven't thought about a word for this year but i should i do know you, do you have a word um no i don't this year Elliot and i do this like we have ever since we got married we've got like this notebook it's not a special notebook it's just a normal notebook (laughs) okay (laughs) but we um have like three parts to it so at the beginning of every year we reflect on the year previous we write goals for the year to come and then we have like prayers for the year to come oh cool so then the next year we're able to look at those like goals and prayers Mm -hmm. and see like what we accomplished Mm -hmm. like where we saw god show up Mm -hmm. and then like we reflect and we do that all again Mm -hmm. So um, that's funny you say that. We do that on our anniversaries. Oh, I yeah. like that. So we will do like the top 10 things like we're thankful for yeah. or that happened. And then the top 10 things that we want to see come to fruition. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it for 2020 and look what happened. Well, so we're like. So you are the one half- who did this to us. <laughs> our notebook is responsible. <laughs> There's an empty page oh. and this is what happened. So we're definitely going to do it this year. Yeah. Um, That's good. But usually in that time of reflection, we don't necessarily think of like, sometimes we'll have a word that tries to narrow in on something that we really want to focus on, but usually it's just kind of those goals. And mm-hmm. So do you look back on that throughout the year? Or do you- yeah. Oh, okay. So we'll just have it. I mean, it's available. Like I have it in our, one of our like little storage places in our house and like it's it's very easily available, mm-hmm. so we, we can pull it out and kind of look at it. And I feel like I'd forget to look at it and just kind of forget about it. Yeah, we will. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll like be cleaning and I'm like, oh, our notebook. Mm-hmm. Let's like look through it. Yeah. And well, I guess it's special if you do it year after year. So it's not just yeah. like a random notebook, uh-huh. random page in a random notebook. And usually like our new goals that we set are some, it's only like a couple of them. Yeah. And they're kind of at the forefront of our minds mm-hmm. anyway, which is why we write them down. Right. And like prayers for that year mm-hmm. are usually things that are like Big very things. blatantly yeah. happening. Yeah. And so harder to forget, but it's really fun if you kind of forget about a goal and then you stumble upon it and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Like we wanted to try to do this. Let's go for it. Um, But we are rarely like, I would say resolution people. Mm-hmm. I've tried to do like the... I feel like every Monday I make new resolutions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of like that too. And I think that's why I get so frustrated with myself is because it's so specific and so detailed that it's like unattainable. Yeah. And I'm like, dang it. I know. I didn't vacuum my house twice and mop my floors once. Yeah. And clean the bathrooms twice just this week. I know. I failed. It does. I do a lot better if it's a week to week resolution, though, mm-hmm. than if it's like a, an annual one, because I feel yeah. like if you fail, like if you fail your New Year's resolution, 
there's a something mentally that's like, well, screw it all. I'm just not going to do it until yeah. next year. Yeah. And then you have to wait like a whole year. Yeah. Whereas like if you do something like set up a, a resolution for yourself once a month or once a week, mm-hmm. it's like your refresh comes a lot sooner. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, Forbes says that on average, 80% of people who make New Year's resolutions fail to accomplish them. 80%? That's pretty darn high. But oh I totally God. believe it. I can't even count on my hand the number of times I've like decided I'm going to do this this year. And then after January, it's just out the door and moving on with life. First of all, congrats to that 20%. Yeah, because good for you guys. Those are the asses. people who like you come across their like huge transformation videos yeah. on Facebook, whether or not they started in January or, yeah. you know, March doesn't make a difference, but they actually stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to go totally vegan this year. Mm-hmm. And like their last picture is like eating like whole foods and plant based or like <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lose all this weight. And yeah. it's like a crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the 20 percent. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, there's a different 20% every single year. So those are the people who are finally like, okay, we're going to do this. I'm going to better myself. Let's go. Yeah. So come on. Here we go. Let's go. Well, and they break it down, um, this same article that Forbes put out in 2019, um, breaks it down into like three reasons, like why you fail. Mm -hmm. And even reading through these, you're like, oh my gosh, that's a hundred percent. I can see that. So like, the first one is that like your consciousness needs to change before your behavior can. So that makes so much sense to me because like if you're like if you don't have your mindset changed, then your habits aren't going to follow. Mm-hmm. Like you have to really have a mindset of we'll just use like healthy eating. Like you have to like your mind has to get on board with that before you can start eating healthy because Mm -hmm. otherwise I feel like it's just going to become such a chore. Yeah. Oftentimes um, with weight loss or crazy like physical changes, um, you hear people talking about their why. So they have to have like a driving force that is constantly in their head about why they're doing this. Um, And sometimes like myself saying my why is myself just isn't enough because You are the easiest person to let down. Oh, for sure. So a lot of times people will say like, my why is my kids. Like I yeah. want to be able to kick the ball around in the yard with my kids. That's good. And go on hikes with my kids or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. mindset is definitely huge. Huge. Um, the second one they say, which is so true, and we even talk about this like in our community episodes, is that a lot of people don't have an accountability structure mm-hmm. to help sustain change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I was just telling Tess that I was thinking about hiring a coach for the gym, Um, not because I don't know how to do any of it myself, but just purely for the accountability. Um, And it's fun. It's fun letting someone else share in your victories and kind of push you along when you're struggling. That's so fun. My sister... I talk about my uh, online Pilates subscription quite a bit, (laughs) but um, my little sister just joined it. And so her and I are doing it together now. Oh, there you go. And she'll like text me on a day that like I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. And she'll be like, oh my gosh, I just did Robin's like total body tone. Yeah. It was so good. And I'm like like, sitting in my PJs on the couch and I'm like, damn it. I'm like, okay. So I'll go do it because like, I want to be able to say back to her, well, Mm -hmm. I did this one and I feel so good. And Mm -hmm. there's like, 
having accountability is really if you truly like give yourself to it and mm-hmm. let somebody else <laughs> kind of affect you yeah. and push you yeah well it applies to some of those other um new year's resolutions that i was reading like quitting smoking yes if the people around you know you're quitting it's that much harder to fail yeah because you're not just failing yourself at that point you're failing the people that yeah. you wanted to um to hold you accountable yeah or even like the one that's living life to the fullest yeah if you tell the people around you like this is my new year's resolution i want to live my life to the fullest whatever that means and you're not living your life to your fullest and you are a couch potato watching netflix like they have the ability to call you out and say no you want to get up out of your house yeah go live life yeah and i feel like Sometimes it's almost finding that intentional accountability. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just as guilty of, I mean, naturally because I'm married, I, I'll i just like default to Elliot yeah. being my accountability, yeah. but I won't ever ask him to keep me accountable. Mm-hmm. Like there's also a lot of power. And I think that's even like why there's so much success for people in like AA or mm-hmm. some rehab programs, mm-hmm. because it's like you are intentionally either given a sponsor or you're asking someone like, yeah. hey, I need you to keep me accountable yep. in this area. Mm-hmm. So instead of me just like assuming Oh, if I tell Anna my New Year's resolution, she'll keep me accountable mm-hmm. saying to her, hey, Anna, this is my resolution this year. Will you help keep me accountable? Yeah, that's Puts a really it, good point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On on your mind just as much as on mine. Well, and then it also gives you permission to like call me out. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're accountable for holding you accountable. Yeah. <sighs> and the accountability chain just keeps growing. <laughs> and we're all bettering ourselves and we're all a part of that 20% meeting our New Year's yes. resolutions. That's going to be it. our resolution this year is to be the 20%. Yes. On whatever that means, whatever it is, (laughs) I'm the 20%. That's awesome. Um, Number three is you're actually scared of and completely resistant to achieving this big goal if you won't let yourself. So that takes saying we are our own worst enemies on a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. Like setting things that are too big. Mm -hmm. I know you and I are guilty of that. Our personalities are. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And it's never like, I can't, why can't we ever just be like, I'm going to, my resolution this year is going to be to just take more deep breaths. Hmm. It's like so small. Less anxiety. Yeah. And there's so many health benefits tied to it. But instead, I'm like, I'm going to meditate every day at six o'clock in the morning yep. and I'm going to have a smoothie mm-hmm. and then I'm going to eat good throughout the day and yep. then I'm going to exercise for an hour. Yeah. That's uh, so big. That's a lot. And I think that's where people get lost. Yeah. It's like they have so much they want to change. Yeah. Yeah. And that may be true, but it's it's setting yourself up for success. Detailing your life out is not going to work. No. Nope. It's making it's figuring out the pain points in your life and what you can do to address them um, and then looking at how you can realistically address them. So let's say, and I'm using this how to lose weight because it's the classic example of a New Year's resolution, which is a good one. Um, But it's, you know, looking at, okay, what is the factor of why I can't lose weight? Yeah. It's because I eat fast food. Yeah. Your New Year's resolution is cut out fast food. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be, okay, I need to go to the store. 
I need to buy yes. this, 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 and this. I need to meal I'm gonna prep clear up all this, my this, cupboards. This, and this. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, those things you can build on over yeah. time and you can learn about over time. But come on, let's be real. Yeah. If you leave the grocery store and go get fast food and then still go do that stuff, yep. it's not going to work. No. Or like, and that's why I think I like, I like this trend of picking like a word mm-hmm. to focus on. So maybe instead of saying like, my goal this year is I want to lose, you know, 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. And if I don't lose that, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Maybe instead have your goal be like, I want to become a healthier me. Mm-hmm. And if that looks like you losing 25 pounds, mm-hmm. great. Maybe it looks like you just having a better relationship with food. Maybe it looks like you just drinking more water, whatever it might be. And as a result, you might lose weight, you know, but ultimately if you can just have a goal of like being a healthier you, not to like broaden things, but there is definitely some power in being able to give yourself some space for grace. Definitely. One of the biggest things is you have to create what's sustainable for yourself. Yes. So a lot of people can fall into the trap of, okay, it's New Year's. I want to lose 20 pounds before summer. Yeah. They lose the 20 pounds. They do it so quickly. Yep. Not necessarily unhealthily. Maybe they do, but it's completely altering their lifestyle. And then summer hits and they go back to day drinking, yep. barbecuing, yep. and they don't work out. And what do you know? They gain that 20 pounds back. It's because they didn't set themselves up for a sustainable lifestyle. Exactly. And so that is looking at the broader. I feel like I'm on a um, like nutrition TED talk right now. I know, but I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys need any advice, let me know. Uh, maybe I need to take it for myself. But it's definitely creating what's sustainable for yourself yeah. because you are your own worst enemy. Yep. I agree. I think all three of these reasons realistically 100% go back to 80% of people failing. Mm -hmm. And I think we both have personally experienced some of these and we've seen people in our life experience some of these. And then as a result, it failure doesn't play well into anybody. Like if you set yourself up for something and then you fail I don't think, at least I don't know anybody that like thrives off of failure. Mm, I think that we all probably experience that and then dip down into a place and then it becomes so hard to recover and even harder then to try to like jumpstart again what we want to do. And so I think that it's really important to not only set realistic, sustainable resolutions for yourself, But also, like we say, as a broken record, leaving that space for grace so that if you don't get there or it's not coming as fast as you want or it doesn't look how you want it to look, that you have the ability to adjust Mm -hmm. and recalibrate and maybe change directions according to what your life is. I mean, 2020 was the perfect one. I mean, if you set some pretty specific resolutions there's a very good chance that like you just actually physically weren't able to accomplish them. Yeah. And had to readjust and had to kind of change your target a little bit. Yep. So yeah. I think that's something we can definitely carry into 2021, just maintaining that flexibility even. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget, January 1st isn't the only day that you can make a conscious decision to better yourself. Yeah. Whether it's you've reached January 30th and you still haven't 
you know, started your New Year's resolution, who freaking cares? Who cares? There is not a timeline to this stuff. Like, just go for it. Yep. And I think that's why even like having your mindset of this is something you would like to see happen this year, but then every Sunday is a new start. Mm -hmm. Like every beginning of the week is a new opportunity. Every day, man. If you wanted to try to work out four times that week and you only got to the gym once, start again. Yep. And then try to get there at least two times. Yep. So that's good. You have any resolutions this year? I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't thought too hard about it. Mm-hmm. I know I will. I know. Um, I have never been like the hit the ground running on January 1st. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yesterday I watched eight hours of Netflix. What'd you watch? Um, Outlander. Outland. Oh, so many people are into it's that darn series. Good. It's darn good. Um, we do fast forward through a lot of parts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the storyline is pretty good. Um, I hate that the evil captain looks like <gasps> her real husband. Yes. From her, I've like, only watched time. like a couple episodes, but that was one thing I couldn't get past. Well, and I know they, they do it on purpose. I know. But then anytime, like if she's, I haven't gone far enough, but if she like goes back and sees Frank again. Oh, she gets like flashbacks of him. Yeah. yeah like I don't sure. think I would be able to like kiss him. No. I'd be like, ooh. Well, she, no. You look like the evil commander. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So yeah. But now we're on stay six. Yeah. Of January. Yeah. So I'd have to say being more intentional um, about nutritious meals. Ooh, I we like do, that. We do pretty good throughout the week. Um, but by golly, the weekend and kind like free for all. Takeout is just so easy now, especially because everybody's doing takeout. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) Um, Or just like going over to my parents and we make a meal and eat a bunch of ice cream. And it just feels like I move backwards and I hate that feeling. So just being more intentional about like knowing when is a good time to have treats. And just because it's the weekend doesn't mean you can eat whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. I just feel better when I eat better. Um, and then I think another thing would be spending more time reading my Bible. Hmm. That's a good one. Yep. That's, it's hard for me. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a, I don't know. Sometimes it's just, it feels more like you really have to make it a priority. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes not make it feel like a chore. Yeah. Yeah, That's definitely a good way to put it. Yeah. And another thing is I'm a very like fiction driven reader. Yeah. So the Bible is not that. No. (laughs) So it's just it's like completely um, opposite of what I like and am used to. But it's so good. It is. So making that a priority. What about you? Um, yeah, same. Like I said, we haven't really taken a second so far. I'm hoping to within the next few days. But um, I think that I really want to be able to pull from 2020. Like I would hate to shut the door and feel like I spent a whole year and like didn't learn anything Mm -hmm. that I can take into the next year. I feel like what we did learn is that 
life goes really fast. And honestly, it will go as fast as you let it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like you can really quickly jump into hyperspeed. And before you know it, you're exhausted and your schedule's full and you just feel kind of like a shell of a person. Mm -hmm. And so though it was forced... I don't know if I have ever had so much time and I know that I'm one of the lucky ones. I don't ever want to take that for granted, but we were able, my husband and I were both able to like have some legitimate downtime and have fun and be outside and clean our house and (laughs) reflect and just have the luxury of reading books and, you know, in the middle of the day going on a walk together and I understand life is going to start back up and, you know, we're already three days into um, school after Christmas break. And but I do feel like I want to try my hardest to intentionally pull that mindset into 2021. Like I have felt the benefit of being able to set time aside to like pause. Mm -hmm. And I have felt the benefit of being able to tell people like, yeah, maybe not today, you know, like, but what about next week when we have some more time? Yeah. yeah. Um, and prioritizing that maybe, you know, hour or two a day that we can just chill. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's just like <clears throat> really making sure that we can take some time to slow down, enjoying that. And then, yeah, I always feel like there's some sense of wanting to like continue to better how we eat and Mm -hmm. continue to be like more intentional with exercise and making that a priority. I don't think that ever goes away. No. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think New Year's resolutions have to be these crazy like tasks that you have to conquer. Or even new things. They can just kind of be like carryovers of what you've been working on Mm -hmm. and maybe it's the same new year's resolution because it's working that well for yourself for sure want to keep focusing on it yeah and i think always tied in that is like just like bettering ourselves Mm -hmm. like i find that i can better myself a lot like you said just like through spiritual aspects Mm -hmm. like sitting down and being able to like journal and read my bible and have those you know uplifting conversations and having really positive relationships and you know so I think always if people always kind of strived to better themselves you know becoming the best version of who you are yeah is always a good thing for sure so yeah today's technically about work and play and how you can find balance between those two things but um being at the new year, I think let's focus on how you can better yourself in those two things. Um, So whether your new year's resolution is about what you can do in your life of play, whether it's um, working out or anything outside of work that's making you a better you, or maybe your new year's resolution is about how you can better yourself in your work life. Whatever it is, stick to it. Let's be a part of the 20%. We got this. And remember, guys, even if it doesn't happen the first week or the second week or you get to March and you're like, well, shoot, I've already failed. That's okay. Remember that there's space for grace and every day is a fresh start. 
We love you guys. That is wrapping up season one of I Love That Podcast. We appreciate our listeners so much. Thank you for being here for us. We'll see you in February. The I Love That Podcast is hosted by Tess Ambrose and Anna Command. Music licensing by Musicbed. Hosting by Anchor.fm. Produced, edited, and mixed by yours truly, Micah Butler. You can find the I Love That Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. Streetlights, people. Don't stop believing, guys. And that's a wrap.